0: Well, hey there. Welcome to this week's episode of Strong and Sculpted, the podcast by me, Kim Constable, aka The Sculpted Vegan, about all things strong and all things sculpted. And this week we are going to talk about supplements. People always want to know about supplements. They want to know what supplements do you take to build? What supplements do you take to shred? What supplements should I be taking? What supplements should I not be taking? And although supplements can give you a competitive edge and can give you kind of marginal gains whenever you're training really hard, in the gym, they really are not the be all and end all. And there are times when you should be taking them to maximize your muscle gains and maximize your shred if you are dieting. And then there's times whenever you need to avoid certain supplements. So today in this episode, which was a live that I did, I break down supplements, when you should take them, what you should do with them, how much you should take them, how many supplements you do actually need. And we dive into all things supplement. And don't forget that if you leave me a review on iTunes, we do a draw every single month to um, pick out a winner of one of our Sculpted Vegan programs, including the $1,500 Sculpt and Shred program. And all you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes. We will randomly pick a winner from someone who leaves a review every single month. So make sure if you haven't done it already that you leave us a review. And this week, the winner could be you, and I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Strong and Sculpted about all things supplements, and I will speak to you again at the end. So I want to talk a wee bit about supplements. Uh, Well, I want to talk a lot about supplements today, actually, and definitely want to answer your questions about them. But I wanted to explain something about supplements first, okay? So the supplements in this and all of my programs are entirely optional. Supplements I think a lot of people think that if they take supplements, they're going to get extra special results, okay? And it's actually not true. If you take supplements, you're not going to get extra special results. Supplements do help to aid with recovery. Supplements help to um, aid digestion. And many times they help to grow more muscle. They help your body to repair and recover. So they can help your body to recover better, to repair more muscle or to build more muscle faster and they can obviously help with different health um, issues but supplements in and of themselves will not really make a massive difference to your overall journey. I... I'm a big believer in supplements and I have always taken them, but there are many, many athletes who do not take supplements and still get absolutely exceptional results. So it's something that is very hard to measure. It's, I I can't say to you, if you take this, this will happen. There have been a lot of scientific studies done over the years into creatine and glutamine and all those different things. And so, and those studies are available on the internet. If you just go looking for them, you'll find them. And, um, and so the supplements that I've chosen to include in this program are generally ones that are backed extensively by research. And of course, there are many, many, many supplements on the market and many supplements claiming to do all kinds of wonderful things. But truly, at the end of the day, you know, like anything, you can overwhelm yourself with information. And I have found that the simpler you keep things, The better. So, whenever we first launched the Sculpted Vegan Program, we had a. This was uh, two years ago. We had a very extensive and very long list of supplements that um, you could choose from. So, it wasn't to take all of them, but we had them broken down into, you know, because health is so important to me. We had them broken down into general health, and we had them broken down into, you know, if you're stressed or if you can't sleep or if you're trying to lose weight or trying to gain weight or trying, you know, all these different things or have digestive issues. We had the supplements broken down very. Comprehensively into different um, categories, but we, what we were finding was that it was just overwhelming, the members. They were like, oh my God, there's so much information here. Really not sure what I should be adding or what I should be taking. And so I thought, you know, whenever you're, you're just starting out taking supplements, and I know many of you are seasoned supplement takers, which is fine, or you have your own favorite ones that support your health and fitness, that, that's, and that's perfect. But whenever you're just starting out in the world of supplements, I thought I would reduce the list right down. And I think, oh my goodness, it am going to yawn. Oh, it just came upon me. I'm so sorry. I am so exhausted. I have been working so hard and um, on functioning on very little sleep and traveling across time zones and um literally just living on caffeine and adrenaline. So I apologize. I was like, I thought I was going to burp and i come out as a yawn. Um, So we have broken down the supplements into general health, uh, ones that I would recommend that are essential and ones that are optional. And then we've broken them down into muscle growth and fat burning. So just really simple sections in the supplements. And then, you know, as you move through the program, we can advise, you know, different supplements or as you, you know, way down the line, we can, you know, advise different ones that you want to take. Or if you are suffering from a particular condition then we have different ones that we can recommend that you take. But right now, all I want you to do is to focus on the essential ones and keep things simple and just to build from there. So um, the the thing about supplements as well is a well-timed supplement stack will help to boost your results, Um, but it it will never replace good nutrition or hard work. So You know, fat-burning supplements, although they do help in the long run, if you're not, you know, if you were just to take, say, um, alpha-lipoic acid or L-carnitine and you didn't train, you're not really going to notice any measurable results. So supplements work whenever you are combining them with training and with nutrition and whenever you're doing it you know in a really smart way that's whenever they work best but they they really are not the be all and end all and if your budget is really stretched and you're just like you know what, Kim, I just can't afford any more supplements or I just, you know, this is all I can afford, then that's no problem at all. Just you take what suits your budget and leave the rest. And please don't ever worry that you're missing out. Don't ever be like, oh my God, like I'm not going to, you know, get a really, you know, shit hot body. I'm not going to get the the best results in this program. I'm not going to get the same results as everybody else in this program. You are going to get the same results, okay? You just, uh, so I, I don't ever want you to worry. As long as you're willing to show up be consistent, do, you know, do the work, then you will get the results. So you don't, um, you don't need to worry about, um, You don't need to worry if you can't take them or if it doesn't work. suit your budget. Because I know the supplements are expensive, right? Like they really are expensive. So protein powder is so expensive. So um, again, if you don't want to take protein powder, you don't have to. You can find your protein sources from real food. It's no problem at all. But protein powder is just, you know, it's expensive because it's convenient, right? It's basically a convenience food. Um, So... Yeah, so you can just choose whatever works for you. So let, let's work through the supplements from the start and I'll explain to you, you know, why we why I, I have them listed the way I list, I have them listed. So the first supplement that I always recommend that people take or the first supplements that I recommend that you are on first and foremost are for general health. So general health supplements are the are the first priority for everybody. And this is because if your body is not in A healthy mindset or your body isn't in a healthy state, you're not going to get the best results you could on this program. You're the the reason why I always say to people, I think that whenever I started training in the gym, the reason why I got phenomenal results really quickly was because I had been practicing yoga for 10 years. I was a detox yoga specialist, and I had basically been spending the last probably four years before I designed the Sculpted Vegan program cleansing my body like daily yoga practices designed to cleanse and rinse the abdominal organs designed to stimulate the liver i was very heavily into um you know liver cleansing herbs and adaptogenic herbs and always adding things to my water eating whole plant based food i didn't drink a lot of alcohol i got loads of sleep i don't eat a lot of fat or sugar very little if ever processed foods so my body was in a very very clean state and my liver was um, was was very healthy, wasn't carrying, you know, I had no fat in my liver. So I was able to do its job very efficiently. So what a lot of people don't realize, one of the things that I love to teach is that your liver is your biggest fat burning organ of your body. Many people don't know this. They think that it's just for, um, they think it's just for detoxification. But and a lot of you have heard me teach this before, so apologies if I'm repeating stuff that I've already said. But I think it's I think it's important to go over it again. So the liver is the biggest fat burning organ of the body. The liver is designed to cleanse your blood. So your your liver processes one pint of blood every single hour, and it processes two pints whenever you're eating. So as soon as you start to eat, your body starts to speed up. That's why you get hot. Do you ever get like eat and you start to get really warm? It's because the minute you start digesting food, your body starts pumping blood faster around your body because it wants to deliver the nutrients trains quickly so the food goes into your stomach then it goes into your small intestine then it's actually absorbed through the small intestine into the bloodstream and it's filtered out really quickly into the muscles and into and into fat store and into the organs into the tissues that's why we recommend that you take Vitargo after training because it's absorbed almost instantly into the bloodstream and then your body wants to store that Vitargo very quickly and it will store it in the muscles very quickly which helps your muscles to repair and grow so um that's why it's important to keep your liver very very clean a lot of times whenever a people have problems losing body fat, it's because their liver is slow. And actually, the, the bigger you are, the harder it is to lose fat, conversely, usually because you have fatty liver. So fatty liver is something that, you know, whenever you store body fat, you store body fat internally, which is called visceral fat and under the skin, which is called subcutaneous fat. So the visceral fat, we obviously don't see, but whenever you have fat externally or you have fat subcutaneously and you can see it in your body, then you definitely have fat in your liver and and around your organs as well, which is quite horrifying. So a lot of people do have fat in their liver. And when you have fat in your liver, especially if you're overweight, it slows your liver down and it makes it more sluggish because it's. Clogged, especially as well, if you have had a um. If you've been taking a lot of medication, then it puts more pressure on your liver. If you have been quite toxic with your body and you haven't really been taking care of yourself, but you're here now, so woo woo, good to good for you. You're making changes. But if you haven't been maybe taking care of your body as well as you should up until now, then possibly you um you you may find that you just need to get your body into a really good, clean state in order for it, this program to work really, really well. So the cleaner your liver is, the the, the more you start to lower your body fat, the more you take care of your general health, you make sure that your organs are nourished and well taken care of, you make sure you're getting enough sleep, you make sure that you are supplementing in a really intelligent way, then the less, uh, or sorry, the, the more likely you are to get spectacular results in this program. So that's, I believe, is one of the reasons why I got extremely good results when I started, because my whole body was primed and ready to build muscle. My tissues were stretched and flexible and flushed with blood from practicing yoga every day, and my organs were clean and cleansed and my body was in a very, very healthy state. So you always want to think health first, more than anything else. You know, I don't ever want anyone to jump into fat burning supplements or jumping into, um, Muscle building supplements or whatever before they look at their general health. General health supplements are the most important ones to take straight off. I never sacrifice my health for how I look. If I had to make a choice to sacrifice my health to stand up on stage and look a certain way, I just wouldn't do it. I hear so many people say, you know, about bikini competitors and, oh, my friend did a bikini competition and she, you know, suffered from an eating disorder afterwards and she was so unhealthy and her hair started to fall out and her nails were breaking. And I'm like, seriously? Like why? Why would you ever put yourself through that? Like what? Like it, why would that ever be worth it? I think the difference between kind of most people, especially young bikini competitors, maybe in their twenties, and the women who join this program is usually the women in this program. You know, put your hand up if you're kind of over forty. It, I think the you know the women who join this program we're usually kind of wet behind the ears. Like we're we're not usually under the age of thirty or thirty five. Most of us are over the age of forty or fifty or in their sixties. And so I think that you know we we're past the stage where we know that we're not invincible. We're past the stage where we would just pump a lot of crap into our bodies in order to look good and we kind of understand that you know your health is your wealth and we're here to build something stronger in the long term. So Anyway, so general health. So let's let's go back to supplements and let's see what I what I recommend. So the first thing that I recommend, as you guys have probably seen, in general health, and this is the one of the essential ones that I recommend that everybody takes, is a vitamin B complex. So uh, it's it's important that you take. A lot of people think that vitamin B12 is the most important nutrient, or vitamin B6, and while they are very important, it's a vitamin B complex will give you 100 of the recommended daily intake of all of the B vitamins, and your body does need all of the B vitamins. And truly, like vitamin B or a deficiency in vitamin B in in many different vitamin B's, um, this is a full spectrum of them, has been linked to so many things like you know um, low energy, inflammation in the body, hair loss, weight gain, um, depression, anxiety, mood swings. You know, people just don't realize how essential. Uh, B vitamins are. And many people, whether they are carnivores or whether they are um, vegetarians or vegan, many people are deficient in vitamin B. And the reason why is because, uh, well, you you do get vitamin B12, obviously, from, from eating meat, which we don't do. But years ago vitamin b used to be very very prevalent in soil so because we used to forage for a lot of foods and we would have eaten foods that were taken from the ground and you know just kind of the dirt washed off them if you like we used to get a lot of b vitamins from the the food that we dug up from the ground but our food is so sanitized these days that we're just not getting the same nutrients that we used to and that is why um that is why we don't we don't get as much vitamin b but vitamin b is one of those kind of absolutely essential ones that I would recommend that everybody takes because many people are deficient in vitamin B and it is a massive cause of inflammation in the body. And it is something that you really don't want to be deficient in. So whether you're carnivore, vegetarian or vegan, vitamin B is definitely, vitamin B complex is one that I absolutely want you to be taking. Okay. Now the the second one that I have on the list here, which is the essentials, which you guys will see is magnesium. So magnesium is so important and people don't realize just how important it is and it was very hard for me to just choose to like i could have put you know and i did say optional here and i put the rest of them on there and I, probably with the essentials too i would have said flax oil or omega-3 is very very important too it is extremely important but what i realized is people are very deficient in magnesium too magnesium is not something that we are getting enough of these days it's also known as the sleepy drug so people who have trouble sleeping um usually are deficient in magnesium. So whenever you take magnesium, it really does help to relax the body and helps you to sleep. And that's because magnesium is essential for... Nerve conduction and essential for it protects the myelin sheath around the end of the nerves. It's important for muscle contraction, uh, for mu- the muscles sending messages to each other and to the brain. Uh, it's important for digestion. Quite often, whenever people take magnesium, what it does is it draws water into the bowel, and it helps your with stool consistency. So whenever you aren't regular, so going back to what I talked about with the liver before, many people don't know that your your liver processes your blood. Your liver takes everything out of your blood such as it takes your cholesterol out of your blood um, and it takes your hormones out of your blood and it also burns fat in the body as well as cleansing the blood and doing many many other things but whenever the liver has taken all these things out of the blood then it must put them somewhere in order to get rid of them okay and what the liver does is it dumps all everything that it has taken out of the blood into the digestive system okay that's where it gets rid of it into the digestive system so But if your digestive system is backed up and you're not pooping three times a day, then what happens is it gets reabsorbed through the small intestine back into the blood and gets carried back to the liver again. And the liver's going, no, 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 no. You've been here already. We don't want you before. Get out of here. So the liver sends it back to the digestive system. But the digestive system obviously is not... sorry i was distracted for a second the digestive system is not running efficiently enough to get rid of everything so it goes back into the blood and sends it back to the liver so it creates a vicious cycle so you want to make sure that you're very regular all the time magnesium is one of the things that does this as well as l-glutamine which we'll talk about in a minute and um, magnesium is a fantastic way to make sure that you stay regular um, as well as just helping with muscle soreness muscle contraction nerve contraction all of those different things so magnesium is definitely up there with the essentials i usually take a liquid ionic liquid magnesium Add it to my water. So I drink two of these water bottles a day. These are 1.5 liters. And I add usually one cap full to each bottle. So I'm taking a good amount of magnesium orally. I also add it to my bath. It's very well absorbed through, very easily absorbed through the skin. So I add Epsom salts to my bath, but I add like three big cups of Epsom salts. You know, like I, I order 25 kilos of Epsom salts per time and I dump them into the bath every single night. So magnesium, definitely one of the essentials that I recommend that everyone takes. And then I have here on the optional list, you know, there was loads that i could have put on here and it was hard for me just to really narrow it down but i wanted to make sure that you guys you know weren't like overwhelmed was like oh my god i have to buy all of these supplements because if you'd have to buy all of them in one go it's going to cost like a lot of money and um, vitamin c very strong antioxidant um and it's you know it's it it helps to reduce chronic diseases battles high blood pressure bo- helps iron absorption boosts immunity um it's 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 really essential but it also um is one that helps you, your body doesn't retain water whenever you have enough, have enough vitamin c it's something that we take in the final week before a competition we actually start off on like a thousand milligrams a day and go up a thousand two thousand three thousand four thousand five thousand six thousand so you actually take an, ins- an insane amount of vitamin c but whatever the body doesn't absorb it just excretes through your urine so you never need to worry about os- you know overdosing on vitamin c and many people just don't take enough of it so what we recommend is you take between one thousand and three thousand milligrams per day because the average uh, recommended daily amount that is recommended for, you know, on the backs of bottles doesn't really apply to athletes. It's kind of for average people. And um, the other one that I recommend is liquid trace minerals. This is just, you know, it's just like a, like a multivitamin. I love the liquid trace minerals because they're highly absorbed and um, highly absorbable. Is that, if that's a word, because whenever you take a multivitamin and you, you, like a tablet, and you put it in your mouth and it goes into your stomach, quite often your stomach acid destroys most of the nutrients before they've even had a chance to be absorbed into the bloodstream. Whereas li- whenever you take it as a liquid, it passes through very quickly and a lot of it is absorbed. So I love liquid trace minerals. Again, I just put a capful or two capfuls into my water and I just uh, drink it every day. Mm-hmm. Omega-3 is probably, I mean, it probably should have been up there Kind of with one of the the essential ones. The reason why I didn't put it in with one of the essential ones is because usually people who aren't vegan will take a fish oil, but obviously we don't take fish oil on this program. And also, fish oil can be very high in mercury, which is very toxic for the body unless it's a really really reputable source. So one of um, but one of the ways you can get flax, you can get omega three is through flax oil. Now, many people say, "Is it okay to take flax seeds?" The answer is yes and no. So flax seeds will give you omega three, but whenever you Um, take flax oil, you're getting a much higher concentrate of um, omega 3, much, much higher concentrate of omega 3 than you are with taking flax seeds. You have to eat quite a lot of flax seeds. You know, because if you can imagine, they're pressed and squeezed for the oil to come out. So you're getting a much higher concentrate whenever you take the actual flax oil. Um, and the th- flax oil is one of those essential fatty acids that cannot be produced by the body. So you have to get it externally. So that's why it's essential. You, you do get it through your food, but a lot of people just don't eat enough food because it's very easy to get omega 6 and omega 9 through your food, but omega 3 just isn't as readily found. Um, it's known for its benefits such as fighting depression anxiety improving eye health brain health reduced um, rate of heart disease a metabolic syndrome it's really good for insulin resistance so people who have um syndrome x it's called or uh, metabolic resistance or if you've had blood sugar issues in the past omega-3 is fantastic for helping to overcome that but you know it mostly the, the things, though, that really benefit us in this program is it helps to reduce fat in the liver. Even though it is a fat itself, it helps to break down and reduce fat in the liver and also helps with inflammation. So if you have inflammation in your muscles, you have inflammation in your tissues, many of us are chronically inflamed, which is horrendous. My housekeeper, Lorraine, she took her daughter to this guy, Scott, that we go and see. who's a um, He does neuro neurological integration systems. He's like a chiropractor. You guys have probably heard me talk about him before. Well, anyone who's been in the program for a while. Anyway, she took her daughter to see him. Her daughter has really bad um, PCOS, a really bad rosacea. And, and I said to her, sh- I said to, her, her je- to Lorraine, I said her je- digestive system is completely out of whack. I'll tell you that now. I said, she will have chronic inflammation in her body. So I said, you need to take her to Scott to get him figured out. So he looked at her and he said, because I knew her, di- because your, your liver clears your hormones. Your liver clears estrogen out of your blood and dumps it into your digestive system. So if your liver isn't doing its job efficiently, you've m- you can become very estrogen dominant. So, especially if your body is overproducing estrogen. So, um, she took him to Scott. She took her to Scott, and Scott was like massively estrogen dominant huge digestive issues her whole left side of her body is inflamed her digestive system is inflamed her whole left ovary is inflamed that's why she's having really bad rosacea and that's why she's having all of these issues so um she was like totally gobsmacked by it amazing so uh, omega-3 is fantastic for stuff like that fantastic Um, and it's also really good for your your bone and your joint health as well so it, it just helps to keep everything in the body supple so always think health first muscle building second and then the last one that i i have on the list here is kelp or iodine so i didn't really know how important iodine was until a few years ago like i knew that iodine was important but i didn't realize how important until i went to see um my kinesiologist and i was um i I always go and just see her you know once a year or whatever just to get everything checked out and she was testing me and she said um do you sweat a lot and i was like (laughs) do I sweat a lot? I was like, I literally lift my arm in the gym and the sweat just pisses off me. And she said, yeah, your your thyroid isn't happy. And I said, my thyroid isn't happy. She said, no, it's not happy. Um, she said, what I recommend that you do is you get some iodine and you put uh, five drops in your bath um, three times a week. And I was like, iodine she said yeah she said and I she said you know that the thyroid you know uses iodine to make the hormone g3 and I said yes I did and she said well she said that's quite often many people are deficient in iodine especially vegans because high iodine is usually obtained I know in America you do iodized salt we don't do that here so it's not it's not normal to add you know Iodine or whatever to have iodized salt here in the UK. So, um, but what they do is they use iodine to clean the teats of the cows whenever before they milk them, and so the iodine then obviously goes into the milk, and then the milk gets drunk or the dairy produce gets drunk. So we get traces of iodine in our food um, if you eat dairy, and that's where most people get iodine from. But if you um, if you don't eat dairy, then you're obviously not getting iodine. So it's uh, you know you need to get a, you need to take an iodine supplement. So, um, I, once I started taking the iodine, in fact, and I, and I was like, I can put it in my bath or I can just put it in my water. So I started, um, I started Goog- So I started putting a few drops in my water. I started taking it every day and oh my God, my sweating disappeared, like, disappeared I couldn't believe it so and I'd never and once then I got really deep into the research and I realized that many vegans were deficient in iodine and that was when many many vegans who have an unhappy thyroid were deficient in iodine I I put it on the list and it's one thing that I recommend now to people in the program when they come to me they say about you know iodine or they say about their thyroid or they have hypothyroidism or they have an unhappy thyroid and I say to them you need to take some iodine, and they're like, seriously. And quite often, when they start an iodine supplement, their symptoms disappear, and their thyroid, um, their thyroid problems don't disappear. But many times, if you have an unhappy thyroid, either it's overproducing or underproducing, it's overactive or underactive. Taking an iodine supplement can completely transform you, especially if you're vegan and you're not getting iodine from your um, from your food, because the uh, thyroid is actually the only hormone that can absorb iodine, Not n- n- the only hormone, the only gland in the body that absorbs iodine. So iodine is absorbed by the thyroid. It makes the hormone T3 and whatever is left over, whatever is left over in excess, it just discards. So you don't ever need to worry about overdosing on it because your body only uses and absorbs what it can, and the rest gets discarded. So, um, a lot of people don't know about kelp iodine. Um, I have vitamin D and iron on there as well. They're very low down the list of essential ones, simply because if you live in a hot country, you're getting uh, you know loads of vitamin D, or if you go away on vacation, you're getting vitamin D. If you live in a cold country like like Belfast, I don't need to take a vitamin D supplement simply because. I go away on vacation so much. So I, I actually got all my blood work done a few months ago and they, my vitamin D levels were actually nearly toxic. They were so high. And she was like, why is your, do you take a vitamin D supplement? I said, no, I don't. I said, but I do go away on vacation a lot. So she said, Oh, well, that's probably what it is. Um, but actually, it's funny. Do you know what was interesting? I got my blood work done, which I do every year. I get 2,000 markers tested, okay? 2,000 blood markers. This This blood work that I get done costs... £2,000. That's how much it costs to test it. It's extensive. It's the most extensive blood work that you can get done in the world. It's a worldwide company called Randox Health. And the only markers, they said I was literally the healthiest person they had ever seen. My score was, I think it was 97%. Now, can you imagine, 97% means it, that 97% were in the green range, is in like in optimal range in my blood markers. And they test everything, all of your organs, all of your your tissues, everything. And the only things that were slightly off were, are you ready? My iron, total iron binding capacity was slightly high, which means that my my iron levels weren't high, but there was some, total iron binding capacity is um, is the ability of iron to bind to another another chemical or another system in the body in order to make it work more efficiently, which it's actually quite an unimportant one, they told me. And my vitamin D levels were high, were too high. And they were like, but you're vegan, like, how can this be? We thought your iron would be low and your vitamin D would be low. And I was like, because I take care of my health before I take care of anything else. So that's a really good lesson to you. You know, if you eat whole foods and people say, but you drink alcohol. I do, I enjoy a drink occasionally, but because my body is so clean and so healthy and I treat it so well, my tissues are so strong and I lift hard and then heavy in the gym and I do loads of cardio and, you know, my body is strong and healthy. And so whenever you treat your body really well, you can eat crap food. Very occasionally, you can have a drink if you want. You know, if you if you like alcohol, you know, you 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 just need to make sure that you're treating your body well and all of these things fall into place. So, but if you do live in a in a in a cold country or you're not getting enough sunshine, then vitamin D is a really one, a really good one to take. It helps to promote calcium absorption in the gut. Um, it also helps to um, with immune function, reduction of inflammation. Um, but also, what I would say about vitamin D is make sure you get a spray. So the tablets are just um, destroyed by the acid in your stomach. You want to make sure you get a spray and you spray it under your tongue. That's the best way it is absorbed. And quite often it'll say to take like 500 IU um, or like a thousand. You don't. You want to take like three or four thousand. So you just want to ignore what it says on the bottle. See, whatever it says on the bottle when I'm taking a supplement, I ignore it and I double it. Do you know why I double it? Because I'm an athlete and I'm putting very, very high demands on my body. So I need to make sure that I'm getting the essential vitamins and minerals that I need. And so anything that it says on the bottle, I usually just double it. Usually, just double it. Okay. So, any questions so far? Before I move on on general health supplements, um, let me see. Rusty is saying, is there a name for the test? It's called um, it's called the. It's look up Randox Health, Rusty. I'll write it up here. Uh, Randox Health. I'll reply to you. Can't remember the name of the the test. Randox Health is the name of the company. If you Google them. Um, you'll find all their, their tests. They have like an every woman or an every man one. It's slightly less expensive one. It's only 500 pounds, only 500 pounds. And then the one that I get is the, I think it's called the signature package or something, but, um, they actually sponsor me. So I get mine cheaper. I don't get it. I don't get it free, but I do get it cheaper. And anyone who uh, does it through me gets, I think a 10% discount as far as I know. So you'll get like a 200 pound discount if you did the most expensive one. But, um, I just think for what I do and for the demands I place on my body, I think it's so important. And let me tell you a quick story. So the guy who I first spoke to whenever I went for the Randox health um, test, he said to me that the reason why he believes in it so much is because his wife, whenever he first started working for Randox, his wife and him obviously had the test, the signature test, and it flagged up something in her blood, which was a um, the start of a cancer growth in, I can't remember where it was in her body, but it was somewhere that was very easily treated. But had this gone undetected, it would have grown into a malignant tumor that would have, you know, I don't know whether they would have been able to treat it or not treat it or whatever, but it would have grown into a malignant tumor. But because it was detected in her blood, they were able to treat it with a course of antibiotics and and it, um, it went away and she didn't obviously have a malignant tumor. So he was like, I am so sold on this. It is unbelievable. So this kind of blood work um, will not only test your kidney function, your liver function, your heart health, you know, your your tissues, it tests your hormone. People are like, oh, you eat so much soy. And I'm like, yes, I do. And they're like, your hormones will be really bad. Well, firstly, soy does not affect your hormones. That's complete bullshit. And Secondly, I get a very extensive hormone test every single year. And guess what? My hormones are (gasps) perfect. So I'm like, you know, and I eat like 120, 150 grams of soy per day. Um, so it doesn't affect your hormones at all. So don't believe that. Uh, Right, okay. So let me see some comments here. Let me see. Oh, there's loads and loads and loads. Um, Okay, so Charity is saying that I... Do you recommend ACV? Yes, I do recommend apple cider vinegar. I don't really see it as a supplement, though. For me, it's more of a food. Like, I have it here. Look, this is my apple cider vinegar that I use. Uh, Natural Umber, it's called. I just pick it up and drink it out of the bottle. So I do recommend apple cider vinegar. I don't see it as a supplement, though. It is something that I take. I will just pick that up and just, like, drink, like, a tablespoon of it. Like, quite often before my lunch, I sprinkle it on my... Salads. So I don't ever really use a dressing on my salads, especially when I'm shredding. I just put my thumb over the top of that and just sprinkle it on the top of my salads. That's all I take on a salad is apple cider vinegar. So I do use it. It is really good for helping the body to break down fat and process it much quicker. Um it helps the liver to break down fat. Um it's you know, it's good for general health. So it is something that I recommend, but it isn't something that I would I would consider a supplement. But yes, it is something that I take. Um Kazuza is saying, Can I follow the instruction for how to take supplements that I got in the four-week program? Well, the four week shred is a completely different program to this one. So the supplement um stack in that is very specific to that program. So I would, you know, unless you're on a shred, which you shouldn't be if you're in this program. I wouldn't recommend that you follow that supplement stack. I mean, you could if you wanted to, but it's a very intense supplement stack. It's a very regular, very intense, and it would be hard to follow over the long term, I would I would imagine. So up to you. It won't do you any harm if you do, but I just would say just be, be careful because it is a very intense one. It is designed to get very fast results in a very short space of time. So just, just be careful. Just be careful is what I'd say. Um, let me see. Which magnesium is better, glycinate or citrate? Do you know? I don't know because I just normally take powdered magnesium. So I have absolutely no idea which one is better. The one that I take is either powdered magnesium or liquid magnesium. And it doesn't say on either whether it is glycinate or citrate. I would imagine that either is fine as long as they're magnesium. I can't imagine that one is going to be better for you than the other one um let me see josephine is saying there are vegan vitamin d sprays vitamin d is also made from animal products yes thank you josephine for pointing that out goes without saying always check that all the supplements that you buy are vegan friendly because many of the capsules are made from gelatin so you have to actually type in vitamin b12 vegan the uh, brand that i usually recommend is by solgar s-o-l-g-a-r solgar a highly trusted brand of supplements. They usually are a little more expensive, but I think that it's better to pay and get the quality. Um, so, because a lot of, do you know, a lot of supplements are just white label supplements. People don't realize this. I was going to launch my own supplement line a while ago, a few years ago, and I looked into it. And all you do is you buy the supplements from a factory. Okay. And then they package them and put your label on them. So you send them the artwork for your label and you buy them in, in however many, whatever it is that you want. And they, they package them and stick your label on them. So it doesn't matter whether you're buying from this company or this company or this company, this company, they're generally all coming from the same place anyway. So just people always say, which brand? I'm like, really doesn't matter which brand because they're usually all coming from the same place anyway, unless it's someone like Solgar who actually make all their own supplements. So the cheaper ones usually are ones that have come from cheaper factories. And and like anything in life, you always pay for what you get. Um, Let me see, let me see. Um... Okay, um dump dump dump. Fiona's saying off topic, my husband is jealous of you. All you do is eat, sleep and breathe, Kim. Do you know, Fiona? It's so funny. Whenever I'm like you, whenever I become obsessed, not obsessed, whenever I become really Into something, then I just go. I am like I call it like I have like a professional crush on someone. Like I've had various professional crushes in my lifetime. I've just come through a professional crush with Jordan Peterson, Jordan B. Peterson, the psychologist. I've actually just become very good friends with his daughter, Michaela, as well. Um, so uh, who interestingly, and this is just completely off topic, Michaela actually eats a diet uh, which is so she believes she has healed herself from many autoimmune diseases eating only meat, right? So we're kind of like, it's hilarious. We're kind of like the vegan and the meat eater. And people are like, how can you two be friends? I'm like, well, because, you know, despite her food choices, which I don't agree with, she's actually a human being. And I'm perfectly capable of being friends with someone who doesn't support my life choices and my values. You know, it's kind of just that's what being a human being is all about. So anyway, um, I, so I totally get what you're saying. I'm like I'm the kind of person who's like total. I whenever I get immersed in something, I get totally immersed in it, and I wallow in it, and I fill myself up with it. And when I'm, when I'm filled up, then I just move on. That's what I do. Okay. Um. Let me see. So I'm answering questions about general health supplements just at the minute. I'm going to go on to the other ones, and I will answer once again about fat burning or muscle. But I just so I'm not going to answer about ALA or CLA or anything like that. Just want to take um anything general health. So, Josephine Williams, is it okay to take additional supplements related to workout and recovery? Um, yes 100% you can take anything that you want you can like these supplements that we recommend here are just the ones that we recommend that as a minimum you should take for general health and as a minimum that you should take for you know muscle building and fat loss i also take at various times whenever i need them supplements by herb farm so it's herb p h a r m herb farm i take a liver tonic um or or else i take it's called a stone breaker which is for your kidneys like a kidney supplement um and i take a an adrenal supplement as well for your adrenals and i just whenever i'm stressed i will quite at the minute i'm feeling overwhelmed with the amount of work that i have to do <laughs> to run my company and really just run my company actually um, and so i'm taking an adrenal supplement just to support my adrenals because i have like my adrenals are firing constantly um or if i ever have um if i ever have been away on vacation i've had a little bit too you know, much to drink or whatever, then I will take a liver supplement. Or sometimes if I just feel like I need a boost or I need, if I'm not sleeping well, I'll take, you know, i theanine for stress support. So I, I have different supplements that I will add in and take. I don't usually, I have some that I take religiously every single day that go into my pill box every single day. And then I have other ones that I, I mix and match and add in for whenever I feel that I need them. And one of the best tips I can give you for your daily supplements is to get a pill mill, like an old person's pill mill, you know, get one as well. Although that isn't just um, for a week get one that's for two weeks and then uh, every two weeks drop in all of your supplements and then all you have to do in the morning is open it up drop it into your hand boom neck it and, and away you go so you don't have to sit and worry about opening like 10 different bottles every single day so yes you can take anything else that you need anything else natalie is saying how much black soil per day one tablespoon is fine make sure you count it in your macros though okay so um, one tablespoon is fine um N- Natalia is saying, I'm on antibiotics now for one more week. I had dental surgery. Oh, you poor lamb. Uh, what detox do you recommend after before I start to go back to my workouts? You don't need to detox afterwards. I wouldn't recommend that. But what I would say is make sure that you take a good, Co- course of probiotics so after you finish your antibiotics not at the same time always after make sure you take a good probiotic to replace all of the bacteria in your guts that were destroyed by the antibiotics that's something that i would really recommend um, another thing i used to take is digestive enzymes for general health so i used to order um blue green algae and it used to arrive frozen and it went into the freezer and then you had to like Um, you had to defrost it. And it was called E3 Live. It was really expensive. And you had to defrost it and then take like a supplement in water. So digestive enzymes are really good for anyone with digestive issues. I stopped taking them. To be honest, I don't have digestive issues. I like poop three times a day. I'm like clockwork. So I really don't. uh, My diet is so conducive to just a very, very healthy digestive system. So I didn't feel that I needed the um, digestive enzymes. And I'm kind of like a walking pillbox anyway. So I thought the less that I can take, the better. Um, let me see. Charity, do you take adapt- adaptogens? Yes, the herb farm, um the herb farm tonics have ada- or they are adaptogenic herbs. That's what they are, mostly. So they're made up of all different adaptogenic herbs in different quantities to either support the liver or to support, you know, the adrenals, or, you know, to support the kidneys. Adrenals, kidneys, and liver are the kind of main ones for me. I don't take adaptogens in there, you know, I don't take reishi mushroom or anything like that, unless I specifically have a specific issue or something I need help with then I might take a specific one, you know, like, um, holy basil leaf or something, but it just, it just depends on what's going on for me. But quite often I don't take them kind of day and daily because I don't have any conditions that I am, you know, working to overcome, but I am not adverse to them. And they are in the herb farm liver, the herb farm tonics that I take as well. Okay. Sarah's saying, how do you feel about essential oils? I'm not a big essential oil person. I never have been. I like my family are really into essential oils. Like I put lavender drops in my bath. At night, I love geranium. I have geranium here and I have a diffuser in my office and I put geranium drops in the diffuser and it wafts water and uh, geranium in here. But I'm not a big essential oil person. I know I have like, I have a friend who's massive into the doTERRA or doTERRA, whatever they're called, doTERRA oils. Um, and so she buys me all of this stuff. Mm. She buys me like all of these you know all of these lip balms and things so um but again i'm not it's not i'm just too busy to be honest. That's the honest to god's truth everything in my life i filter through how much effort is this going to take from me and if i had to sit and figure out all different essential oils i it just i just wouldn't do it. so i and i and again i don't know enough about them I'm, i believe that they are amazing and they probably do work and they help with all different kinds of stuff it's just not something that I'm into. Um, but I think that if you are and you want to use them too, that's amazing. Um, okay, just a couple more questions, and then we'll go on to the other supplements. Uh, kefir water is a great py- probiotic. It is. I used to make my own uh, water kefir. Um, haven't made it any, anymore because, to be honest, it just got too bloody annoying um, to make it constantly. Kombucha too. I do unfermented foods. Yep, I, I eat regularly fermented foods. We make fermented salsa. We make sauerkraut. Um, I also make my own kombucha. Um, if you guys would be interested in knowing how to make that, let me know. I'll do a demo. I make eight liters of kombucha a week, a big massive vat of it. And uh, kombucha is a fermented tea. For those of you who don't know, for those of you who do make it yourselves, use chai tea to make it. Try it. It's like crisp. Christmas in a bottle so chai tea is amazing for making kombucha and it's also a really really good probiotic that and it's it's it actually helps um it has it's full of lauric acid it actually helps to break down um lipid coated viruses such as flu um and hiv and stuff as well like the the benefits of kombucha are absolutely incredible so definitely definitely um definitely, definitely take those. Yes. If you, if you like kombucha, that's something that you really should take. Okay. So muscle growth. So let's go on to muscle growth. So a lot of people ask me about muscle growth supplements and I, I'm going to be completely transparent and say that at the minute I am not taking any muscle growth supplements. In fact, at the minute, apart from my general health, I'm not taking any supplements apart from my usual vitamin B, flax oil, vitamin C, um, I'm actually taking zinc at the minute as well, zinc and magnesium. Um, So I am not taking any supplements only because I got lazy (laughs) and because, well, actually for two reasons, I'll tell you why. I have built my body into something... But that I believe is pretty spectacular. I absolutely love my body. And I don't think there's many people can look in the mirror and say that. So I'm really happy with my muscle. I'm really happy with how my glutes look, my legs look, my shoulders, my back. I'm really happy with my body. And I love my training. So, and I'm not competing anymore on stage. So I don't have that competitive edge where I kind of just need to make sure that, you know, everything is exactly as it should be and everything's on point. Whenever I'm competing, I am like, everything must be on point. Supplements on point, training on point, whatever. Now, if I whenever I first started out training, like you guys are and started you know training for the body of a physique athlete, I made sure that everything was covered, like everything. I was consistent with everything. so one thing is one thing I am is very consistent. I'm either consistently doing something or I'm consistently not doing something, and at the minute, I'm consistently not taking muscle building or fat burning supplements. why laziness. <laughs> honest to God's truth, I got out of the habit of putting them into my shake every day. And now that I'm out of the habit, I keep forgetting to put the damn things in. And so now that, so then I just thought, well, you know what, let's do a experiment and see, let's do an experiment and see, do I feel any different? Do I feel, you know, has anything changed? And actually it hasn't. So the one thing I do take though is Vitargo. I never, ever, ever miss my Vitargo, but So I really, the reason why I'm telling you this and I'm, I'm being transparent about it is because I want you to know that it really, if you decide not to take any of these supplements, you will still get really good results. Now, do I believe it's better in the beginning to take them? Yes. Why do I believe that? because I did and I got really good results. Can I prove that the results were because of the supplements I took? No, but I do believe that everything ties in your training, your nutrition and your supplements. When everything comes together and you're consistent in all three areas, then you get spectacular results. So if you do want to give yourself a little boost in terms of, you know, muscle growth or just, you know, and, 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 not even muscle growth but yeah like re- muscle growth recovery tissue repair all of that then these are the supplements that i would recommend so leucine is the one that i recommend that is the most important and many people ask me because leucine is is already contained in bcaa and branched chain amino, amino acids do they need to take a separate lucian supplement the answer I believe is yes, and that's because if you're taking a BCAA with Lucian in it, you're also get, you're getting the three, um, you're getting the three amino acids in the BCAA, which um are diluted in quantity. So you're only getting a third of each of them, rather than getting a full big dose. So also it says to take ten, it says to take five grams of Lucian. I take ten grams in my smoothie. I never take what they recommend, which is always like which is far less. I always take far more, but also, it is the most important amino acid in my opinion for muscle building. It um, it stimulates muscle growth, it modulates insulin sensitivity, and it helps to break down fat cells. So, if you are looking to build muscle, burn fat, and help your body to your insulin to to store. Nutrients more efficiently, then L is one of the best ones that you can take. When is the best time to take it? The minute you set down your last weight. So, the minute you set down your, la- the la- your last weight in the gym, you should be picking up your smoothie, drinking your smoothie, and it should have your Vitargo, your protein, and your Lucian, creatine, and um, L-glutamine, which we're going to talk about now. Um, it helps. Uh, Greater muscle protein synthesis allows the body to recover from exercise better. It helps the body to perform better, counteracts the negative um, effects of aging. The benefits are phenomenal. Now, all of these amino acids, a lot of people ask, oh, is it really essential to take them? And I always say, listen, these amino acids that we recommend that you take, they are all things that are available in your food. So normally you're getting these from food, right? But whenever you are eating and training like an athlete, you need greater amounts of them than you're possibly getting from your food. So and that that's why that we recommend that you take them in higher doses. And it's why that we recommend that you take them at specific times. So l is definitely one that I would recommend. Now L-glutamine is the second one that I have here on the list. And L-glutamine is not only incredible for helping your body, to, for helping to prevent the breakdown of Muscle tissue, it improves protein metabolism for use after prolonged exercise. Um, and it also helps the digestive system. So algutamine is kind of, you're getting a double whammy with it. I remember reading a study about people in hospitals who had um, leaky gut syndrome and also Crohn's disease and and also IBS. So people who have chronic IBS or leaky gut should take L-glutamine Anyway, that's what they recommend that you take in hospitals. A lot of doctors are actually prescribing L-glutamine as a way to combat IBS and leaky gut. So I have a friend who has IBS and she takes L-glutamine and whenever she doesn't take her L-glutamine, it really makes a massive difference. Like she really suffers from her IBS. So if you suffer from IBS or any kind of digestive issues, I would recommend that you take L-glutamine in the morning, after exercise, and in the evening. Now, if you don't suffer from any digestive digestive issues, then you can just take L-glutamine it after exercise. But if you really want to boost your your chances of success in this program, I would take it after exercise and I would take it in the evening before bed. So quite often I have a protein shake before I go to bed. That's kind of my my evening meal. And I will add L-glutamine to my protein shake and it helps to repair the gut overnight whenever you're sleeping. Love L-glutamine. And then Vitargo. Loads of you have been asking about Vitargo. Um, Vitargo is like revolutionary it's a patented formula okay it's a patented formula it's a high molecular weight carbohydrate which means that um and it has high osmolality and but basically what that means is it's basically a pure powdered carbohydrate it is absorbed because of how it is, um, packaged and broken down. It's absorbed through the wall of the small intestine very, very quickly. I have a hair and it's driving me insane. I can't find it. I think that's it now. Um, it's a, no, it's not. It's absorbed through the wall of the small intestine, um, very, very, very quickly and packed into the, you know, sent into the bloodstream as glycogen and then packed into, well, actually as glucose and then packed into the muscles as glycogen. And so, because whenever you have been training, the GLUT4 receptors or GLUT4 receptors, people call them, on the surface of the muscle cell are open because your body has been sending a supply of blood and nutrients and amino acids to the muscle to fuel it while you're training. The GLUT4s are open on the surface of the muscle cell. This means that you're, as you start to put demands on your muscles, the GLUT4 is open in order to accept more, uh, well, two reasons, in order to release glycogen into the blood for energy and in order to receive more amino acids, more nutrients and whatever they need. So it's basically they're, you know, they're releasing and accepting, releasing, accepting. That's what the glut fours are, are for. So your the surface of your fat cells, surface of all cells have glute force, but the surface of your fat cells also have glute force. Okay. But they are not open whenever you're training, they are open whenever you eat. So whenever you eat, your pancreas secrete insulin. Insulin is pumped into the blood. Insulin is a storage hormone. Insulin picks up the glycogen and it transports it through the blood looking for places that need it. So it dumps it into muscle stores and then it also signals to fat cells to open their glute fours and then it starts to dump it into fat cells but here's the thing whenever you're training the glute fours on the surface of the muscle cell let's say you're training shoulders okay the glute fours on the surface of all of the muscle cells in your arms and in your shoulders and in your back and all of those areas where you've been using your primary and secondary muscles are all open so they're all going me 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 me, me, over here need some over here they're like hello hello and so they're, they're get, receiving more and more and more of the Vitargo, which is exactly what they need because they need to grow bigger and better and stronger and they want to repair faster. So the more glycogen you can pump into your muscle after you've eaten, the fuller your muscle is, the better your recovery. That's what Vitargo is for. So a lot of people you know, are like, oh, do I have to take Vitargo? I'd rather just eat whole food. And I'm like, well, I know there's a big, and I talked a bit about this yesterday, there's kind of a big whole food movement sweeping America where everyone, because I didn't realize that your food is so packaged over there, like macaroni cheese comes in a packet, macaroni cheese over here you make from scratch, you make a bechamel, you make a white sauce, you add, you know, you add cheese or vegan cheese, whatever, you cook the macaroni, you pour the sauce on. Like I've never, apart from like a high-end store like Marks and Spencer, where they do like convenience meals, where it's far too expensive to purchase them. So over here, this is what I learned yesterday, right, from my project manager, she was like convenience packaged food over here is really cheap and whole food is really expensive i was like really i was like over here it's the opposite whole food is really cheap and packaged food is really expensive so nobody would buy a, a, like a packaged mac and cheese you would actually you would make it yourself at home so um so i know that you guys have a thing about especially the americans have a thing about whole foods because everyone's trying to get away from the packaged stuff because it's so bad for you and I totally support that but I, I think that there's a time and a place for whole foods and I think that if you are trying to um body build and you're trying to you know build your body and you know build a spectacular body then I think that you need to be taking Vitargo protein powder I didn't put protein and powder on here but you know I don't really see protein powder as a supplement I see it as a like I see it as a food to be honest so um Vitargo is definitely one that I would recommend. Now, protein powder as well. Protein powder is essential that you look for a protein that is protein powder that's high in protein but low in fat and carbs, okay? You don't want to have one with like loads of sugar, loads of fat, loads of carbs. You want to have at least 24 grams of protein per scoop, and you want to have one that is reasonably low in carbs and reasonably low in fat. So if you're looking at your at your protein and it has 24 grams of protein per scoop and it also has like 14-15 grams of carbs, that's far too high. The calories will be really high. The calories in a scoop of protein powder shouldn't go above 120 if the calories per scoop are above 120 you're not getting very many calories like my husband buys these fuel bars right i just find this in my bag he must have dropped it in the other day he likes these fuel bars they're vegan high protein vegan bars right so i picked it up and i was like oh interesting i wonder what these are so i was looking the first thing i do is look at nutrition so i looked at the nutrition and i was like per bar 15 grams of protein i was like oh it's not bad for protein bar 15 grams of protein and then i then i immediately look at the calories 250 calories in this bar. And I was like, 250 calories and only 15 grams of protein? That's insanely high. Like these are a meal replacement bar. I would never eat this, okay? Never. So, because, you know, uh, my protein powder that I use has 111 calories per scoop, right? So I'm getting, there's 25 grams of protein per scoop. So I'm getting 50 grams of protein for 222 calories. This has 250 calories and I'm only getting 15 grams of protein. This is where people make their mistake, right? They don't realize that shit like this is only giving you 15 grams of protein and it's giving you 250 calories. It's going to make it very difficult for you to reach your protein goals by the end of the day. So you really want to look at protein ratio to calories in order to whenever you're making a decision on what I should eat. And then I was like, well, what are the carbs of this? I thought it must have a lot of fat or a lot of carbs because that's what pushes the calories up if it doesn't have a lot of protein. So I was like, oh yeah, fat, 9.2 grams, reasonably high, carbohydrates, 24 grams. 24 grams of carbs in this tiny little bar. So I was like, mm-hmm. I am not eating you. Thank you very much. I mean, I would if I was bulking, but I'm not. I'm shredding. So I would never consume 250 calories for only 15 grams of protein. Absolutely not. So you need to get really good with reading labels and really good with understanding how many, how much protein I get for how many calories. And you want to make sure that you're getting at least 20 to 25 grams of protein for around roughly 100 to 120 calories. And that's that's kind of your benchmark, Okay. Okay. Fat burning. I only have two on here because really, you know, all you really need to do is burn, to burn fat is work really hard, do loads of cardio and eat less. Right. But if you do want to help yourself, you do want to help your fat burning goals. These are the two that I recommend. ALA, alpha lipoic acid, an antioxidant that dissolves in both fat and water, allows it to recycle vitamin C and E, which is amazing. Um, But also, but what it does is, so here's the, the glut fours, right? Studies show that ALA increases glut four transporters on the outside of the muscle cells and away from fat cells, an increase of 50 to 60%. So what that basically means is whenever you take ALA about 20 minutes before you eat, remember the glut fours we were talking about? It opens the glut fours on the muscle more than it opens the glut pores on the fat, which means that more of the nutrients that you eat get shuttled into muscle and away from fat store. So it stops your body from storing fat, basically. So, and it's also an 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 excellent glucose regulator as well. So the more ALA you have in your blood, the more your glucose is regulated, which means that you know you're not going to have glucose spikes, which means you're not going to feel hungry and you're not going to go on that glucose roller coaster. So ALA is a really really good one. You take like one to two tablets, about you know fifty to. 50 to, a thousand, to a thousand milligrams, I would say about 20 minutes before you eat. You can take it before your three main meals before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Don't worry about the shakes. Um, if you really are committed to your ALA intake. And then the last one is, you know, L-carnitine carries fat to cell mitochondria to be converted into usable energy. So basically what it means is if you take ALA 30 minutes before you train, your body will burn more energy from fat store than from muscle glycogen which is always what we want. So your body has two main energy sources, okay? It has the food that you eat and it has fat store. So rather than using the food that you've eaten as energy, so the energy floating around your blood and in your, um, and in your muscle stores, your body will access fat stores as energy if you take L-carnitine 30 minutes before you train. So it's only whenever you start to train and you put an exercise demand or a calorie demand on your body that's what L-carnitine is for. So what I quite often do is I put L-carnitine in my bag whenever I take them. And whenever I know I'm heading to the gym, then I will just pop a pop an L-carnitine or two L-carnitine on the way to the gym. Top tip, don't get the powder. It tastes absolutely revolting. Get the tablets. And the tablets are huge and they taste disgusting too. But at least if they're tablets, you can just break them in half, buck them in your mouth and get them down with some water. Um, and also L-carnitine is also amazing. It helps... Um, it decreases cravings, um, which is amazing. So if you're having like, cravings, you want chocolate in your dieting, really good for that. Increases your metabolic rate, which basically means that your body will burn more fat. Um, and it also helps to lower cholesterol and triglyceride levels, as well as improving cardiac performance. So really good for, really good for everything. L-carnitine is one of those amino acids that kind of is like a... Um, a multifaceted one that works across all channels, but it also is just the main thing that it does is it burns fat as energy rather than burning muscle glycogen, which is really, really good) Well, did you enjoy that episode? I absolutely love talking about supplements and I love busting some of the myths about supplements and, you know, really just driving home the message that you really don't need supplements to make the biggest muscle gains or to make the biggest progress in the world of bodybuilding. What actually will get you the progress that you're craving and build the body that you've always wanted is just consistency discipline, and hard work. Yes, I know I'm always preaching it and I know I sound like a broken record, but it is so true. And I hope that by hearing it over and over and over again, you will start to believe me and you will start to apply discipline, consistency, and all of those things to your training and really see some good results for yourself. And don't forget to leave us that review on iTunes. If you haven't done already, you could win a copy or a membership to the Sculpt and Shred program, our signature 18 month program. All you have to do is leave a review. We're going to pick out a winner every single month. And if it's you, I will see you on the inside of the program. And if it's not you, I will see you here next week for another episode of Strong and Sculpted. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really value the fact that you tune in and listen to me every week. And I will talk to you again in the next seven days. Bye for now.